Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Man, so much has happened over the weekend, and I can't get all to it, but this week, we're going to be breaking y'all the knowledge and understanding of the game of sports all through this week. Um, I got plenty of topics that's going to be hitting fire, but first, I want to talk about First, I want to give a special shout out to Baltimore City College High School for beating Polly for the, I think this is the 11th time or 10th time. You know, it's hard to keep count when you beat them so much. So, but, but, um, it's going to be a two for one special today. First, I'm going to talk about City College in the game that I saw in City Polly. Coaching still sucks at City. Granted, City won, what, 44 to 6? I just want to ask these coaches that play high school, that coach high school football. Both teams ran the same offense, a spread offense. Four receivers, one tailback. City had a 6'5 quarterback who's very accurate, receivers, very aggressive when it comes to catching the football. Some amazing catches out there. Shout out to number one, two, three, four. I don't know their names, but these young men, they was balling out there. The issue that I had with the City offense is they ran the ball twice. First time they ran the football, they got 20 yards. The second time they ran the football, they fumbled. I can't seem to understand why coaches don't really analyze the game. And when I say analyze the game, I mean look for what the game was worth. All right, you're up. It's 30 to 0 at halftime. Granted, high school football should put this rule into play. When you're up 30, let the clock run. Don't care. Let the clock run. The only time. There could be the the clock should stop is when there's a timeout or an injury on the play, or when the officials call time. The clock should run. City put up twenty eight points in the first quarter. Oh, I'm sorry, put up twenty one points in the first quarter, then put up another amount of another uh some more points in the second quarter to finish off the first half with thirty points, and and Polly had zero. City kept throwing the ball the entire game. And I don't know if the coaches paid attention to the Falcons and the Patriots Super Bowl run. But when you keep throwing the football, that stops the clock. The third quarter was the longest quarter I've ever seen because the ref started the ref started taking over the game. One one drive they threw like 15 penalties on both combined from both teams. Like, that was crazy. That just kept stopping the game, kept throwing penalties and all this and that. It was slowing down the game. It was already a blowout. City didn't understand, but at the same time, the quarterback's arm started to get tired. And can't nobody tell me his arm wasn't getting tired. His arm was getting tired because he kept – he was throwing the whole entire game. Like I said, they ran the ball twice. One did involve in a fumble, but at the same time, the running back wasn't getting touches like that. He wasn't. And then the reason why the quarterback from City was tearing up Polly's defense because Polly's defense was running a zone. 
at a certain point in time, if the zone ain't working, you got to go to man. Either way, you're going to get beat. But they was taking deep comebacks, posts, jump balls, fades. Like, they were just torching them out there. And I was just like, City got all this firepower on offense and defense. How did he get blown out 6-0 to Dunbar? How was City record 4-4? Four and four? And then I just thought to myself, coaching. Like you got all this talent, but don't know how to coach it? That's crazy. And this is the first time I've ever seen City not use the quarterback as a safety which was definitely a smart decision because quarterbacks shouldn't be playing both sides at all. I don't know where that came from. Maybe that's why the quarterback's shoulders be getting hurt in high school football because they got them playing both sides when they shouldn't. That's your cash cow right there. Why is he playing both sides? But, you know, everybody think they're a coach because they can recognize play on Matt, plays on Madden. Everybody think they're coaching Pop Warner because they got all this talent. We've seen plenty of teams that had less talent win championships. Me, myself, being in Pop Warner, I won plenty of championships. And I learned the, from the best of the best of my coaches. And I just got to say, you know, City has to do better with coaching because, for one, I can see how they lost to other teams because they rely, they one dimensional. If they they pass the ball heavy, I mean, where's the run game? You got all these beefy, um, bulky offensive linemen, deep, uh, offensive linemen, and they and y'all can't run the football. Yeah, see, a real coach will understand the weaknesses and flaws and improve. But, you know, a lot of coaches are stuck in their ways. That's why I couldn't coach at my alma mater because, for one, everybody wants to be the star. Nobody wants to be the guy behind the scenes doing the X's and O's. Everybody wants to be seen. Nobody wants to teach anymore when it comes to high school football. I see it from Dunbar. I see it from Forest Park. And granted, what Polly, Polly quarterback remind me of Colin Murray. You know, he can't keep still. You know, he has to, like, you know, be available. Like, he got, you know, nickel and dime. Like, he was fast. I know at the next level, he won't be playing quarterback. He'd probably be playing slot or running back. Probably had a running back that they didn't use. They had Their receivers couldn't catch. Like, granted, we won and we blew them out. We should have put up 70 points on them. We should have put up 70 points on Polly, which would have been the largest margin in Baltimore City College versus Polly history. I think the most points City has ever scored is 56. Yeah, they should have put us that game. They should have put up 70. You put up 30 in the first half. Then the second half, you should have put up at least up at least. I want to say, yeah, 40 more points. If you didn't get the 70, you could at least put up 60. 30 more points. It wasn't hard because they was giving up, but City gave them life when they kept throwing the football. You threw the ball first, second, and third quarter. No, run the football. Run it. See, you keep teaching these kids 
to be cute and go for the big plays. Read. Teach these kids how to read the defense. Their linebackers was five feet away. Actually, they was 20 feet away from the, the defensive line. Normally, when they like five, maybe 10 max, they was 20 yards away. I'd have ran the football. You already threw the football, so they already on their toes. Give the running backs some love. You gave all the receivers love. All of them. Give the running backs love. This is why I say coaches can't coach anymore. There's no coaching. There's just advising. And when I say advising, that means you don't you know you know what you're saying, but you don't know how to to coach or to tell somebody what to do. That's my only flaw about the game. Other than that, uh Sadie Forever, um Polly just keep losing. I told this one kid, um, they ain't gonna never win. They ain't, they ain't winning your year. We won twice in my year. Oh, we won four times actually. And, you know, it is what it is. But now I wanna talk about the NFL. I saw the Ravens game yesterday. I like what I I like when I saw some things, some things I didn't. Lamar, um, if I had to give him a grade, it would be a C plus because for one, uh, there was a lot of throws he missed. He held the ball too long. He held the ball too long, and he he wasn't. And this is when I say, this is what gets me upset about Lamar Jackson. When the pocket is breaking down, run. When you run, they put the defense in a difficult position. Because now they got to account for your legs. Last week, you didn't run. So they was going to make you uncomfortable in the pocket. Now, he had some throws in there that he made, you know, some good throws. Um, but it was just his, I would say, a flaw today. flaw from yesterday was his judgment. Like, there were times where he should have ran. He'd have got more yards. He'd have put the offense in a groove. I think it took too long for the offense to groove, but I love what I saw from the second half. We played better. The defense, um, uh, they played good. Roquan Smith, of course, he did his thing. Michael Pierce came, took over this game. Like, there were plays he was throwing the center, the, def- uh, the, the guard. He was just throwing them around. Owe, who else? Javion Clowney, all these defensive players this season cannot tackle. I don't know what it is in the NFL, but people are not tackling anymore. I see the way they try to tackle Patrick Mahomes. They don't tackle him. I see the way they do this when everybody tries to trip the football. Take them down. If you can't get the football, take his legs out. Because a lot of these receivers are breaking too many tackles. A lot of these running backs, quarterbacks are breaking too many tackles. Like I saw in the in the, uh, the Bengals versus 49ers game. Like 20 people tackled Joe Burrow, and he still got out of the way. Hell, the Adafi Owe read the play perfectly and couldn't sack uh, uh, Jahan Docks, I mean, uh, Dobbs. Got his name. He couldn't tackle the quarterback, Dobbs. 
he was like 30 yards in the backfield and threw the ball away. Like, stop trying to tackle high. Because when you tackle high, the, all the quarterback has to do is duck and he blows past you. Break down. Like, because even if you try to throw the football, you could have tipped it. Somebody could have intercepted it. I love what I saw from my defensive line. Justin Metabuke, who led the team in sacks. Had five, I think he had six sacks. Of course, Geno Stone leads the NFL in interceptions with five. Um, everybody on my defense, Brandon Stevenson, you know, granted that he can't play his foot. His footwork is trash, but he has an IQ for the football, so I loved what I saw from him. He did his thing, Marlon Humphrey, you know. I didn't really see him really get burnt too much. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, Pro Bowl all the way. Pro Bowl all the way. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Pro Bowls all the way. It's starting to look like that 2019 validation for the Pro Bowl, how we had a lot of defensive players being to the Pro Bowl. We got Justin. So far, I've seen Justin Metabuke. I've seen uh, Kyle Hamilton, Geno Stone, Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen. Like five players from my defense going to go to the Pro Bowl this year if they keep playing at the pace that they are. I also want to do a brief statement with the Cowboys. You know, everybody like Skip Bayless, Bay, um, all these Cowboys fans is starting to talk out the side of that. Now, I seen my, I watched the game. I seen Michael Parsons sh- actually show up. But I'm starting to see a pattern. I'm starting to see a pattern where he shows up when they play against inferior talent, especially on the offensive line. Like, he went up, like, people want to say, you see, 11 for heaven showed up. Okay. He showed up against the Chargers. The offensive line ain't really that good. Showed up against the Patriots. Offensive line ain't really that good. Showed up against the Rams. Offensive line is terrible. Are we really validating the Rams' win? It's still a win, but are we really validating that? We've seen them do this time at time at time again. They beat an inferior team and they start poking their chests out. Then when they play against a good team, they know where to be fine. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, there's something else I was meaning to say. The NFL playoff picture is starting to look a little crystal clear. Um, the Dolphins are starting to heat up a little bit, you know, with clinching, the, you know, that divisional win yesterday. The Ravens are at a steady pace. I like that. Kansas City Chiefs, they have their ups and downs. Um, who else? There's another team. Jacksonville. It's slowly creeping up. Um, it's just, and then of course, there are teams that I really can't name right now. But the ASC is starting to line up perfectly. The Jets won yesterday, so it might be some truth to Aaron Rodgers coming back and they being the playoff pitcher. Who knows? We just gotta wait and see. 
But if I had to get a letter grade for my Ravens performance yesterday, I would give it a, a, a B minus because there were a lot of good plays. There weren't that many bad plays. Um, the game is what I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be a close game. Or the Cardinals was going to give us trouble because, for one, they've been giving everybody trouble all year. Um, so, yeah. Let's wait and see what we see with anything else anymore. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and this is Vitamin Sports. See you.